Voice of Fintech. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech America series. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'm the founder of Voice of Fintech podcast. In this series, you will hear inspirational stories of entrepreneurs, investors and incumbents and ecosystem hub leaders from the United States or North America and LATAM. This episode is hosted by David Jakubovic from New York. Welcome back, listeners, to Voice of Fintech, your top global podcast where we feature leaders and executives building the future of fintech. Today, I'm delighted to bring to you Orlando Zayas, who's the CEO of Catapult. Catapult's transforming the industry through retail purchases, making them more inclusive, and they've recently had some really exciting announcements on the public market. Orlando, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Thanks, David, for having me. I appreciate it. Well, just to start off, our listeners love to hear about yourself. You've been around as a seasoned executive with multiple companies. What's, tell us a little bit about your story and what led you around four years ago to launch Catapult. Sure. I was raised in Maryland, an army, last of five kids. I had to fend for myself early on. And, and I've always been very entrepreneurial, even from the start when I was a kid. And I, I went to work, I think my biggest change in my career was when I worked for General Electric. And and I was like, I liked General Electric surprisingly because it, it was very entrepreneurial and it, it was like running a business without having to worry about payroll. <laughs> so it was actually a lot of fun. And then I ended up at the credit card business where we focused on uh, credit card lending, point of sale. And that's where I learned uh, more about point of sale lending and uh, prime consumers and realizing that the non-prime consumer was left behind. And and I got an opportunity to run a business up in New Hampshire that was focused on the non-prime consumer. And that's where I, I cut my chops, if you will, grew that business pretty dramatically, and then left there to join uh, what was called Zibby at the time, which was focused on e-commerce. And and I think that was a, a, a need that focus, focusing on the non-prime consumer, giving them access to strong quality retailers like Wayfair and Lenovo gives them the buying power to get the things that they need for everyday living. So that's what drew me to the opportunity. I actually didn't start the business, David. I, I took it on pretty early on from the founders and we turned it into a pretty strong growth engine. And like you said, we, we have some exciting news. We went public on uh, June 10th. Yeah. And talking about Catapult and its growth over the years, tell us a little bit about the product and why you've been so excited to grow the business. Sure. Like I mentioned, the it's really point of sale e-commerce. And so if, if you look at point of sale, one of the things I realized when I was at, at General Electric um, is e-commerce was something uh, that was even nascent for, for on a point of sale. And they struggled with it because it, it's a different animal when you're focused on e-commerce. And the one thing I realized is that the, the non-prime consumer was left behind. So we established or, or, or grew Catapult focusing on this non-prime consumer being left behind, if you will, from from buying quality merchandise at, at Wayfair. And because we use the lease-to-own way of buying, they can get durable goods, which is appliances, electronics, and things like laptops, things that they need for everyday living. And, and especially after the COVID experience, everybody needed a laptop just to teach their kids to go. But we're helping to bring those quality products at a, a reasonable price to those consumers that pretty much were left behind and maybe were you know, going to a payday lender or finding some other source of income to buy those needed goods. Because if your refrigerator breaks down, you don't have a choice. You've got to get one right away. 
Now, I imagine during the pandemic, in fact, a lot of those durable goods, all homes and all families were purchasing them because no one was traveling. I, I read during the pandemic that Home Depot had record earnings because everyone was doing home renovations. So what are some of the trends that you saw through your business at Catapult as a result of the pandemic? Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Our second quarter in 2020 was was a very, very, very strong. I think our partnership with Wayfair and, and Lenovo helped boost that because you're right, people were stuck at home. They were looking at that old couch they were sitting on probably a lot longer now than they were uh, a few months before COVID happened and they wanted to replace it. And then I, I think with the, the stimulus money that the government came through with, they weren't they, they had the money in their pocket, but they w- didn't have ways to spend it like before. They weren't going to the theater. They weren't going to football games. They were staying at home. So I think the focus was making home really home sweet home. Now, Orlando, you mentioned the stimulus checks. As we know, the, the U.S. administration went through several rounds of stimulus to support consumers and those who were left behind. And so buying power has changed a lot as a result of the pandemic. What are some of those changes that you saw and how catapults helped bridge that gap? Well, we, we've seen a much more responsive customer. In other words, I think because they're, they're they're signing up for a payment plan, they're not having to spend $800 on a sofa. They can spread the payments out. And But what we found is is they became very responsible and paid paid off their leases early. We saw increased payoffs. And, and, and that's what we like to see. We like to see the customers get to ownership as quick as possible and, and a very responsible. One of, one of the interesting things that we saw in 2020 was prepayments. So people were making their payments ahead of time. And, and we like that because obviously it reduces your risk. But, but more importantly, it was getting those customers paid off as quickly as possible. And that's something that we strive for. I love prepayments. I, in fact, have a mortgage and I'm always doing one and a half payments. It's great to pay things off faster when we have that opportunity. And uh, sometimes we don't know about that opportunity, but technology can help accelerate that. I know that your team has built some powerful technology augmented by AI and machine learning. How have those tools been helpful at Catapult? Uh, they've been amazing for us. The online is a much different animal when you're doing underwriting and you're looking at this customer. And so it's helped us really hone in our fraud tools because fraud can kill a business. We've been able to not only hone our fraud detection because of AI and machine learning, but but just the general underwriting. And so we've been able to approve more and more customers. Just in the last 18 months, our approval rate has, has climbed pretty dramatically. And we're able to identify those customers that are obviously more likely to pay us off. And, and they are who they, they are who they say they are. I think what's so fascinating about all the business models that you've talked about are being augmented by the AI and ML technology has perhaps created for you, Orlando, the opportunity to have your buy now, pay later product or BMPL to be so successful. I mean, years ago, we do consignment and we go to shops and say, oh, I'll I'll owe you, but there's no way to verify that. And And it sounds like your team got the secret sauce here to successfully build a BMPL product. Yeah, and it, and it continues to get better and better. You know, our underwriting because of AI and, and machine learning just gets better. Our fraud detection gets better. We had a fraud a ring that hit us a couple of years ago, and we were able to detect it really quickly and clamp it down. And, and but, but that information fed into our models, and so we we're able to identify Somebody, for example, is logged in from San Diego, California, but their address is in New York. Yeah, that's probably a questionable application you should look at. 
unless they're my uncle who lives in San Diego and they're visiting me in New York. But that's, why we verify. <laughs> that's why we verify, right? So that we can successfully do that. And there's a lot of financial products out there. I know you've differentiated yourself from Affirm and Klarna and others. Why do you think now is a great time for customers and businesses to partner with Catapult? Well, I, it brings a new, we bring a new customer to that, to that retailer. So for example, we, we have a partnership with a firm and for example, at Purple Mattress, if you were to apply for a firm financing and get turned down, your data would come to us automatically and within less than five seconds, we'd return hopefully an approval and all the explanation of what exactly the product, the, the, the terms are. And so it, it really, by, by doing the waterfall, as we call it, you can capture every consumer. I worked on the, the prime lending space when I was at GE and the retailers want you to approve 100%, but that just never happens. And so what happens to that consumer that gets turned down? It becomes a cart abandonment issue, right? If they needed financing to get that item, they got turned down, they usually disappear. And so we help that retailer capture that consumer at the time they're buying give them a product where they can pay it off uh, that's very flexible and transparent and clear and they can pay it off you know for as little as 5% in 90 days and our MPS scores are strong especially for our we're in the 50s our our trust pilot scores are strong our customer repeat rate is really strong uh, our customers repeat over 50% of our customers come back and and lease with us again and so we can send those to multiple retailers so for example Somebody leases a Lenovo laptop, you're only going to buy so many laptops or a purple map. But the next time you come in, we're going to say, well, you can use that that open to buy or that next lease approval at Wayfair and buy just about anything at Wayfair. So we see it as a great opportunity to service this passed over consumer and bring a new consumer to these retailers. And, and I think Wayfair has proven that it works. And we've, they've been a longtime partner of ours and they see the incrementality, but they also appreciate the repeat business because it lowers their cost of acquisition. I think it's exciting to see that there's products all across the marketplace from Wayfair to Lenovo to Purple Mattress that you work with to accelerate consumer access to products that they wouldn't have before. And that's only going to get accelerated further now because Orlando, you recently announced that uh, Catapult is going public. They've recently gone public via a merger with the Spock FinServe. Can you share more with our audience about going public? Sure. Last year in the summer, we were the board and I were deciding kind of what the next steps for the business were. We were growing pretty fast, obviously, with the the the, the lockdowns, but really the focus on e-commerce and the move by many consumers to focus on e-commerce. We thought it was a good time to look at strategic alternatives, and so we hired an investment banker. And you know, the idea of a SPAC came up, and I'll be honest with you, probably a month before that, I didn't even know what a SPAC. Was. And so I dug into it understood it. And, and it's a great way to go public because one, it's fast. You can you, you not only have a, the money that the SPAC raised and they're going public with that, but then you go out and raise money through other investors. And then when you merge, it's technically considered a merger, you're the surviving company, the ticker changes that day. So on June 10th or June 9th, we finalized the deal, closed the deal, FinServe disappears, and the new ticker symbol is KPLT, and, and that was on premiered on June 10th. And I did get just a note saying we'll be ringing the bell on July 8th. Super exciting to see you ring that bell. And um, as you've gone public, that means there's a lot of growth, a lot of acceleration for revenue and the business. Can you share with our audience more about your approach to revenue growth? 
Sure. We think it's a greenfield opportunity. We believe our, our total addressable market's between 40 and 50 billion. And that's just online. The consumers that are non-prime, that don't have access to a firm or some of the other payment methods, the, the buy now, pay laters, because they, they're either maxed out on their credit card or credit cards, or they've had a credit issue in the past. And so we want to help those customers because they're not buying luxury goods. They're buying durable goods, things they need, furniture for their home, refrigerators. And so we think there's a, we know there's a greenfield opportunity. We've obviously grown almost doubled every year since I took over the business and, and we continue that growth trajectory. And it's really about the consumer and, and focusing on the consumer and being clear, being transparent. For example, we don't charge late fees at all. There's no other hidden charges. We're very transparent about what the customer is paying and they have options along the way to pay it off and, and reduce their cost of ownership. And I think that works well. And, and it really is about financial inclusion because if you're a single mother with three kids and your refrigerator breaks down, you know, you got to get a refrigerator today or as quick as possible. Or you're going to spoil a lot of food that you might not afford to, to repay so or, or replenish. So we, we help that consumer get the items they need from a quality retailer. And in the past, what would happen to that consumer is they'd end up going to a, a local rent to own store and you'd be offered the avocado green or the harvest yellow refrigerator because that's all they had in stock. And, and they'd be stuck with some typically substandard equipment. So we give them the opportunity to shop at high-quality retailers. The, the refrigerator example is a great partner with, you, you probably know, PC Richards in the New York area. PC Richards is one of our, our, our clients have been with us for a long time. And that, that, that woman, she could easily get a refrigerator, probably deliver it to her door the very next day You're using Catapult in their checkout. Looking to the future, you mentioned uh, that Catapult has a market cap of a $40-$50 billion business. What do you see as some of the emerging updates, product updates over the next few years to continue to grow uh, on the public markets? Sure, yeah, the 40 to 50 was our addressable market, to be clear. <laughs> yeah, so I want the business to be 40-50 market cap? Yeah, anyway, we, we, we think that looking at other products, focusing on the non-prime consumer, which good times, bad times, the non-prime consumer is always there. It's, you know, I think the, the re research reports that I read say about 40% of the U.S. population falls into that category. And the prime lenders aren't always there for them. During the financial crisis, I even got turned down for a credit card because they tightened up underwriting so much. And and because we focus on durable goods, we're able to 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 be a lot more flexible. But I think looking at that market and saying, what other needs do that, does that market need? whether it's other, other financial tools to help build their credit, et cetera. We want to focus on that non-prime consumer because the big guys are focusing on the prime consumer, which is a bigger market. But this one takes a little bit more handholding. And I think there's just a, a, a lot of opportunity to come up with those products where you know the customer is helped out and gets through their tough time. Well, Orlando, congratulations on going public and joining those markets. Catapult today is traded on the NASDAQ with symbol KPLT. And today's show, Voice of Fintech, we featured Orlando Zayas, the CEO of Catapult. Orlando, thanks for joining us on the show. Great, David. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Thank you for listening to Voice of Fintech podcast. If you haven't already, check out also voiceoffintech.com where you will find all the episodes and additional resources related to the podcast. You can also subscribe to Voice of Fintech on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast app that you like. If you have any suggestions on the topics or guests, 
or how to make this podcast better for you, please email us at info at voiceofintech.com. Happy to hear from you. Thank you.